Hey, 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 yes, you are in the right place. This is a Yup podcast, but just a quick shout out to Norway. Hey, you are putting the Yup podcast on the map. Yes, Yup, I got you. It's trending in Norway. Hey, Norway, thank you. You other countries listening out there, hey, put me on the map. Hey, and then a quick shout out for my brother, Mike Baldwin, who has a new endeavor. That is IceCreamGraphics.com, where you find totally original cool graphics. They are dead on for what you want. So go visit Mike Baldwin at icecreamgraphics.com. So I, and then the word scream, then graphics, then .com. You know how to find it. Yes, I screwed it up before, but this is a new and better day. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, it's double trouble. Tom is recording back-to-back episodes, so we'll see how it goes. He's getting ready for his trip to Florida. So two podcasts in one day. You be the judge. Is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Well, if you stay tuned, you'll be able to judge it, but just think right now. What do you think? What do you think? Hey, hey, hey. Tom Baldwin the redneck of Montana, your host for this Yup podcast. And hey, all you yuppers out there, you are my people. Haven't said that in a while because you you listen, you're interested in changing, improving, building community, building relationships, building strong families. That is all stuff that I believe in and that it benefits all of us. And thank you for listening to the Yup podcast. You are a growing audience. You are a worldwide audience. Know that you are not alone. And hey, if you want to do something for me that will really, really help me and it'll help other people get in tune with this podcast and join us in this audience and benefit through this redneck dork sometimes things that come out of my mouth sometimes are pretty profound i'm kind of surprised i go back and listen to my own stuff and i'm like dude you said that <laughs> i did and all of it is born out of a heart for seeing people free of baggage and living whole and feel full and fueled life. I kind of had a slip there, but that's good. A fueled life, like rocket fuel, jet fueled life. Yes. So what can you do for me? Sidetrack King here. Boy, if you review me on iTunes and if I make you laugh or you pull some kind of wisdom out there, will you just give me a five-star rating and just tell the truth about me that I'm down home, I'm redneck and uh, funny and dorky. I don't want you to lie, but that really, there's no buts about it. I don't want you to lie. You shouldn't leave things that way, Tom. But it just really helps the word out. It's probably the thing that helps my podcast grow the most and the Yup podcast to have the most impact for people. And so if you do that for me, I'm much appreciated. Hey, you know that I have a website where you can play the podcast off of and that I have a store that's linked to the uh, my Shopify store, a page that's linked to my Shopify store. And there's a donate button if you feel charitable or you're just like, hey, Tom, I want to get behind what you're doing. I like what you say. Or there was something I said that really helped you out and you, you want to have a way to pay back, which you never, ever need to do. And you're never required because I do this because it's a passion of mine. Truth, yes, someday I would like to make a living at this. But I do this and the investment is out of my desire to give you the best from my redneck Montana self that is possible. So today what I want to talk about is what I did for 672 hours straight, which is equivalent to 28 days, which many of you that are listening are suspect. Are you talking about the fasting? Yes, I fasted for 28 days in a row. And 
not necessarily a strict fast. I had no food. What I did do is I did drink coffee and I had some occasionally, probably a handful of times, these sodas that are made with uh, stevia and some other alternative sweeteners, but I did not consume any food during that time. And many of you are, I didn't think that was possible. Yes, and I didn't die. And you know what? I'm just going to give you the big number right here. So I fasted for 28 days. And those of you that have listened previously know that I had a number of reasons around them. Some of those were spiritual. A big part of that reason was just that I'm fat. And I'm still fat, but I'm not as fat as I was. And a lot of the reason was around that and the obesity and and the love of wanting to be around and continuing to be able to enjoy my friends. And Am, am I going to did I go to the doctor and get a diagnosis? No, I didn't, but I do know the impacts of being obese for long-term. And those of you who are out there, I'm sorry, but the truth is good, even though sometimes it hurts. It is not the greatest plan for longevity. And so if you are obese, I would encourage you to begin to make plans to think in that direction and then listen to my previous podcast about just making that that instant change and uh, get that ball a rolling. And so with obesity, there were other things fasting does, and we've talked about this, but apoptosis where it does cellular recycling and it eats those dead and mutated cells. And that begins to happen after 16 hours of fasting. And so that was part of why I did that also. What, oh, I didn't give you the big number yet. What is the big number? The big number is how much weight that I lost in 28 days. And yeah, you know, what are the, what are your guesses out there? It's like 16 pounds, a hundred pounds. I mean, it's kind of all over the place. And man, can I tell you, I wish it was a hundred pounds. It wasn't a hundred pounds, but I can tell you, I'm really glad that it was more than 16 pounds. And so when I began this, I was right underneath 200 or 300 pounds. So I was like at 299.6. And when I finished this, I was just under like 260. So 40 pounds, 40, 41 pounds I lost in 28 days. And so I just want to give this podcast, it's probably not going to be super long, but just give you a synopsis of what that time was like. You know, how did I feel at the end of it? What did I do during this time? For for one, what I'll tell you what I, what I didn't do, which is obvious, I didn't eat. And that was hard in, on, on multiple frames, but the, or on multiple levels. But the first level, I don't even know if level's the right word, on multiple points. Yeah, multiple points. That's that's what I want to do. But by far, the hardest point was habit. I was used to eating. And I found, because the first couple of days, and we've talked about this, like the first three days of fasting are definitely the hardest. And after that, it becomes a mental game. And that mental game is revolved around your habit of eating and the things you do when you when you eat. And certain times a day, you're just like, oh, it's lunchtime. I should eat. No, I'm fasting. I don't eat. And so that proved for me to be a real hard point. The other point was that I realized, and I realized this before, but it really became highlighted when I, when I began to fast and it started to go beyond that three days is that when I hit stressful situations, I wanted to eat something fierce. And those were probably some of my hardest struggles was the habit and those points of codependency. And that's exactly what it was. It was codependency that I handled and I eased and I coped with my stress through eating. And so as as the days were not stressful, it was much easier to fast. And I didn't find as much stress is still around mealtimes and you're in a home like I am home with multiple other people. I have kids and a spouse and they begin cooking and you smell that aroma. And the habit is, is that when you smell that aroma, your body knows that within a certain time period, you're going to begin to eat. And so 
that has its own stress. And instead of running away from this, and I think I shared this in previous podcasts, I just embraced it. And I went downstairs and I sat with the family as they ate and I didn't eat. And it was part of what I desired during this time of fasting was to begin to break some of those strong emotional, mental, psychological bonds that I had with food and in my thinking. And so during that time, there were real seasons where fasting was really easy. And especially as I got beyond those three days when I wasn't confronted with stress and I, I got beyond the habit of eating after, you know, a few times of not eating, let's say probably by the seventh day, you know, that wasn't such an issue, although it still became an issue on the weekends because they were kind of this big thing around here and we had some substantial gatherings. So that that became difficult, but not as hard. And so and I fasted before. I've never fasted this long. But I have to confess to you that going into this, and I did a few things to prepare. I weaned myself off of caffeine. And so I drank coffee, but I drank decaf coffee. And that substantially helped me because caffeine, for me, really stimulates my appetite. And so moving away from that super helped before I started fasting and moving away from sugar and snacking super helped. When I began to fast, I was pretty much just eating three meals a day and I wasn't snacking. So those two things played really strongly, I think, into my success for going as long as I did. And um, those those two things were super helpful. And so fasting was, and this time around, I'm not going to say it was easy, but there were a lot more periods where it was not that hard. And you're like, 28 days? So what was my activity level during that 28 days? Well, most of the time I worked, there were a, a few short periods where I didn't have to work. And especially at the beginning, I think the first few days I didn't have to work. And that was helpful because those those days are rough. But then after that, I began helping a friend with an intensely physical job. And uh, it was amazing. Now, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I got sore. But I think part of that is I just out of shape and I haven't done that. But how I performed not eating food in that work arena. There was no lack. I came home. I was sore and tired, but I think if I hadn't been fasting, I would still be that same sore and tired. So I was able to perform on a high level. Can I just tell you there's a side benefit, and I noticed this all the way through fasting, and it was almost annoying. My brain was turned on something fierce. I was sharper and more focused than I have been in such a long time. And that has stuck with me after I have stopped fasting, which is a wonderful benefit. The thing that made it really annoying that my brain was so turned on, it became hard to sleep because the energy that began coursing through my body, and it doesn't make sense from just, unless you look at the physiology and actually what's going on inside of you, that when you stop eating, okay, and you're talking about a guy that has a lot of stored energy, okay? If you don't have the stored energy like I do, and that's one reason I wasn't that concerned, stored energy, what do you mean? I mean fat, you know, adipose tissue, you know, the wrinkles, the the cheese, the cottage cheese, you know, on the legs, the man boobs, you know, I, I could live, you know, the energy on these man boobs that are still here, you probably live off of for two weeks. <laughs> Dude, you shouldn't say that. Anyway, so those of you that are considering fasting, I'm just going to throw this caveat in here. For me, there wasn't a lot of risk because I had a lot of stored energy and my body was going through that. The one thing that I did try to avoid is like weightlifting and muscle building because your body needs protein for doing that. And so it will begin to eat itself, which is not a good thing. But for the most part, what I was doing and the activities that I was involved in 
were calorie burning activities. And so I had a lot of stored calories and my body was utilizing that. And man, can I just tell you that energy felt such high octane. Now, the one thing that I did notice, and, I, and I've heard people talk about this, and this is something that probably should be in this conversation as you're considering, or maybe, I don't know, you're interested, you're going to relate to information from somebody else. When you store fat, you also store toxins with that fat. And so when you begin on this journey, like I am of losing weight, and you lose weight fairly fast, like 40 pounds in a month, that's pretty substantial, 28 days. When that fat's released and burned, those toxins are released. And I felt a bit of that. And so one of the things I'll, I'll just tell you, and I think I've already mentioned this before, was I incorporated activated charcoal, with, which helps bind some of those toxins and just prevent those from like being metabolized in your body and, and just feeling the crappy effects. And I also was taking some zinc, which helps with that also. And so, you know, as far as a fast, I did have some supplements that helped me along the way. I pretty much stayed away from only the ones I needed, like the charcoal and I took some zinc and then I took some electrolytes because I had a hard time getting those salts and stuff I needed in my body. And I was de dealing with some muscle spasms and things like that, which make it hard. And so my activity level, not only did I work, but most days when I had time, and that was most days as the weather here isn't improving, I walked anywhere from four to seven miles on top of it. I did not pass out. I did not feel like keeling over. I also spent a fair amount of time working on the computer. I had the mental focus, the mental faculties. And the other thing, which is strange, and maybe this is just a side note for me, but I'll mention it, I was less in interested in entertaining myself. During this time when I was fasting, I felt way more productive. And during this time, you know, I found I watched a lot less TV. I went to bed on time. I found I'd spent a lot less time on social media and needing, you know, that kind of input into my life. It was like as I let that codependency on food go, or maybe you can even say I intentionally set out to break the hold of that, it began to break the hold on other things. And I realized it's like, wow. I don't have to do that. And I don't even really feel like I need to do that. There was this incredible synergy that it almost initiated this fast that kind of went beyond food into these other areas and was just super cool. It was like, and, and being productive like that, man, it's, you feel really good. There's like a lot of uh, things. It's kind of like you get something rolling and there's just benefits after benefits after benefits. You know, one of the things that I did during this time, and especially when I actually, when I started to get hungry and there was that temptation to break the fast and know, and I met, I think I've mentioned this before, but know that I never set out for 28 days. I had no intentions of that. In the back of my mind, I was thinking seven. I was thinking at least three, you know, and then past seven, I was like, oh, I think I can do two. And then at two, I was like, oh boy, I, I think I can do three. And I'm pretty sure I could even go four. But I never committed because for me, this was going to be a win wherever I stopped. There was no set time. And so wherever I stopped was fine and that it was a win and that I knew that I was losing weight because I went like down two pan sizes and I was just like, and I was feeling, still am feeling great. And so there was no set time. And what I think that enabled in me is that having that, if I had set out with 28 days, it was too big. I was able to make a great achievement 
by just taking bite-sized pieces. And it's like, let's just go. Let's see how I feel. Let's see how I do. So back to when I, when I did when I was hungry, I would go downstairs and I'd make an awesome meal for my family. I would season it and spice it, which I kind of have a knack for. So without having to taste it. And I would have the kids taste occasionally and be like, hey, I feel like this baby needs a little more salt. Can you taste it for me? And they would advise me. But curiously for myself in this journey, because most people are like, I can't be around food. I have to get away. The immersion into that environment made it easy for me. It's like I was right there. I was touching it. I was handling it. I was smelling it and I was seeing it, but I wasn't tasting it. And that promoted so much healing in my life. And so, yeah, this whole fasting journey, and I've continued not fasting for those long periods of time, but intermittent fasting as I probably will finish up this podcast. I will probably go down after I did this double header and just make myself a little breakfast. So I fasted from last night from around six o'clock to which is looking like this afternoon around two. So an intermittent fast, and I've been doing more of that. And I, I am loving how this incorporates into my lifestyle. So just a couple admonishments for you. You can do so much more than you ever thought you could. 28 days when I started out, there was like, no way. Just rev your engine a little bit, get going, see what you can do. I think you can do so much more than you've ever dreamed of. And I just want to encourage you. You are a fantastic audience. You are capable of of just amazing things. You are making impacts. And I just thank you for listening. I it, it does my heart so good knowing that you're out there. And those of you that interact with me, I so appreciate you. And so, hey, go out there, try something pretty. It's going to be incredible. No matter what you do, there's something in the back of your mind right now as we're wrapping up, as you're hearing me talk about you and what you can do, there's something in the back of the, your mind. And let me just tell you right now, you can. You can and you can. And so as I'm getting ready to hit the exit music here, hey, you can because I got you. I do. I got you. Go out there and do it. Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Just some exit notes here. If uh, you're listening to this, you're listening to one of three podcasts. There are two other podcasts you might be interested in. So there is my Sanguine podcast. There is the Yup podcast and a podcast specifically designed for encouraging women of all ages. The Yes Women podcast. I just encourage you to go and try some more of Tom Baldwin's podcast.